You're listening to Code Red with Secure America Now, the largest national security grassroots army. Welcome to the Code Red podcast of Secure America Now. My name is Alan Raw. Recently, the Hudson Institute sponsored a conference, Is America Experiencing Europe's Growing Anti-Semitism? To discuss this today, we have John McLaughlin, CEO of McLaughlin & Associates. John polled for the Donald Trump campaign for president in 2016. He also is polling for President Trump's re-election campaign. In conjunction with the Hudson Institute poll uh, conference, John conducted a poll and on anti-Semitism and American attitudes towards anti-Semitism. Welcome, John, and thank you for joining our podcast. It's a pleasure to be with you once again, Alan. And thank you for thank you for uh, uh, getting the facts out about this important study that the Hudson Institute and their project uh, for Center for Religious Freedom uh, undertook and and put out the results uh, last week. Well. Let's begin the conversation with this question. Do Americans believe anti-Semitism is a growing problem in the United States? Uh, yes, and, and this was a poll, just to, just to tell you about the poll, it was 1,000 likely 2020 voters. So it had a plus or minus 3% uh, accuracy, but it's 1,000 likely 2020 general election voters. So the survey is only like 3% Jewish. But the vast majority of Americans, they believe that they certainly recognize anti-Semitism because we asked them up front, how would you, descri- uh, how would you describe anti-Semitism? And two-thirds of the, all voters off the top of their head, we didn't give them the answers, gave us uh, – a correct response where 44% said it was hate against Jews, 9% were saying it was bad or negative in one way, 9% were saying it was hate, bigotry, uh, Nazis. Um, so hate against Israel is 2%. So they have an understanding of what anti-Semitism is. And when we asked them about the fact that uh, uh, knowing that anti-Semitism is prejudice and bias against Jews, is anti-Semitism happening more frequently or less frequently in the United States than it was 15 years ago? They said 59% more frequently. Only 22% said less frequently. And that number that it was more frequently went across the board. Uh, Republicans, 56%. Democrats, 62%. Independents, 59%. Uh, you had... Uh, um, as I mentioned, uh, uh, Jewish voters, there was only 3% of the poll that was Jewish, but it was 80%, so that was a high number. But even Protestants, 58%, Catholics, 58%. So it's a, it's out there, and it's across the United States. And that's a scary kind of thing, because certainly the, the tragic shootings that happened at the synagogues uh, in Pittsburgh or in California – uh, but also, it's, it's, there's a regular news for those of us who, say, live on the East Coast and are in the New York media market. We see stories about, um, you know, men with yarmulkes or in, in, uh, religious garb getting beat up by gangs. Um, you see uh, synagogues being defaced, and, and those stories are out there percolating around the United States. And then when we ask them, uh, would you say anti-Semitism in the United States is uh, isolated incidents? 43% said yes. 
and 37% said it was commonplace and widespread, and that's a high number. But four to five voters are saying this is going on. And and whether it's an isolated incident or whether it's commonplace, uh, anti-Semitism is occurring. American voters, the vast majority of them, uh, see it as, as bad. They know what it is. And uh, but they're it's what's a scary number is they're seeing the, the vast majority of them are, are seeing it going on and around the country, and uh, they're seeing it happen more frequently. The majority saying. When you ask this group of a thousand uh, potential voters, likely voters, in the 2020 presidential campaign, what do they consider the most significant cause of anti-Semitism? in the United States, what did they say is the most significant cause? Well, uh, when we asked them about this most significant cause, the number one answer was 25% said religious intolerance. Second to that, 19% said Muslim extremism, 11% said anti-Israel feelings, 9% said it was economic resentment, and uh, 8% said it was using uh, uh, Jewish people as scapegoats. Four um, percent said it was pro-Palestinian feelings. So they they see it's coming from religious intolerance and radical Muslim extremism, uh, and and some degree of, of resentment for Israel and, and Jewish people. And we had a follow-up question where we asked them, among the following, who is who is responsible for anti-Semitism? And we took more than one answer on this, where we accepted two choices. And uh, uh, over 80% gave us an answer. 37% said Muslim extremists, 28% said right-wing extremists, and 22% said left-wing extremists. Now, the plurality of voters who said it was Muslim extremists uh, was pretty much across the board where you had uh, um, had it it represented among every voter segment and, and across the country. However, if you were left of center, if you were a liberal, you were more likely to think it was right of center, 47%, Muslim extremists, 27%, and left of center uh, extremists, uh, 14%. Uh, conservatives, on the other hand, they were more likely to uh, 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 they were more likely to blame Muslim extremists at 52%. But second to that, 37% said it was left wing extremists, and only 15% said it was right wing extremists. So. So although these there are significant people saying there are different sources where uh, the largest number of uh, voters were saying Muslim extremists, the extremes on right wing and left wing are also well represented where the only difference is if you're a left wing voter, a left of center voter, a liberal voter, you're more likely to say it's right of center extremists, where if you are a conservative, you're more likely to say it's left wing extremists. But uh the fact of the matter is the the one commonality is all extremists and and uh, Muslim extremists were the was the leading plural, uh, plurality responses. There is an international movement that has been labeled the BDS movement. It's a movement to boycott, they divest and sanction the state of Israel, and products that are coming out of the state of Israel are being boycotted around the world. And it is a movement that is see- that is seeking to weaken and destroy the state of Israel. Would you say that, meaning did these voters, these 1,000 voters that you spoke to, 
do they believe that support for the BDS movement against Israel is a manifestation of anti-Semitism? Uh, we, we did ask a question about that, and the specific question, the wording was, the BDS movement is a movement to boycott, divest, and sanction products and businesses in Israel in order to weaken and destroy Israel. Would you say that the support for the BDS movement against Israel is anti-Semitism? The majority of American voters agreed with that statement that BDS, the BDS movement against Israel is anti-Semitism. 53% to only 19% saying no. So, and, that, and again, that was across every region of the country. They agreed with that. Um, liberals agreed with it 50 to 23. Conservatives agreed with that 54 to 15. Uh, Republicans 62 to 18. Democrats 46, 20. Independents 51, 19. So this is across the board. And um, Jewish voters absolutely agreed 72 to 14. Uh, but Protestants 56, 15. Catholics 50 to 24. So this is across the board that they see BDS as anti-Israel and anti-Semitism, which they see as, for a large part, they see as, as one and the same. So, um, so that, again, it's like America, the majority of American voters have this in focus, have anti-Semitism in focus. They have the BDS movement in focus. And when we ask them, do you think the United States should assist Israel in opposing the international campaign to boycott, divest, and sanction Israel, 48% said yes, only 22% said no. So again, you've got a 5-2 to two plurality, almost a majority, saying that the U.S. should actually help Israel against this uh, campaign, which they see as anti-Semitic. And again, it was across the board, liberals, 44% uh, said we should help, uh, uh, conservatives, 62%. Uh, you have, uh, uh, and, and again, fifth Protestants 55, Catholics 48, Jewish voters 66. So there's a large number of voters across the country who not only see this as anti-Semitic, but they think it's, it's our moral duty to actually help Israel against this international campaign, which they, again, they see as anti-Semitic. President Trump and his administration is seen around the world as being very close allies, that he has repaired what appeared to be a, a break or a some significant problems with American-Israeli relations during the Obama administration. President Trump has taken that situation and turned it into uh, a positive, meaning he has strengthened the ties between Israel and the United States. Is that something that these voters that you polled agree is a good idea? Uh, yes. Well, right up front, before we asked all these other questions about the anti-Semitism and related issues, we asked them their opinion of Israel. And the majority of Americans were favorable, 51 to 21. Uh, and again, as I said, that was across the board, uh, where it, uh, where Israel is is, uh, is 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 seen more favorably. And when we asked them, do you think it is in America's interest to have Israel as its closest ally in the Middle East? The number got even higher. It's 57 percent saying yes, only 15 percent saying no. So they like Israel to begin with. But they, but they clearly see Israel uh, in our interest to, to be our ally in, in the Middle East. And uh, 
and that was across the board. I mean, Jewish voters, it was 75%, but Protestants, 66, Catholics, 52. Um, even agnostics, uh, secular voters, they said 46 to 19. So, uh, so the voters there believe that, that being uh, close to Israel and helping Israel uh, is the right thing to do. And when we asked them about, would you say that the United States government supports Israel too often about right or too little, the plurality of voters, 40%, said about right. Uh, 15% said too little. Only too often was only 21%. So, uh, uh, so they see right now, uh, without mentioning the Trump administration or, or this political prism, just the United States, when we're saying the United States government supports Israel, they, the plurality voters say it's, say it's about right, and there's some that think it's too little, there's some that think it's too often. But they, the, again, the vast majority of them see that as in the interest of the United States. Recently, freshman Congresswoman Elon Omar made remarks that were clearly critical of both the state of Israel and of Jews. And tell us what American likely voters think about Elon Omar. Well, Elon Omar, by the way, she was the only person we tested in the survey for voter opinion. And uh, uh, Elon Omar is a freshman congresswoman from Minnesota, which is one of the 435 members of Congress. And she's only been there a few months. But amazing. Amazingly enough, 85% of all voters had heard of her. Only 15% said they'd never heard of. 21% uh, were favorable to her, but 40% were unfavorable to her, which means to get that kind of recognition across the United States among voters, you really got to be working hard to, to, uh, um, to, to raise those kinds of numbers. And granted, um, uh, granted, uh, uh, there is some polarization. I mean, among Democrats, she was 34 favorable, 21 unfavorable. But Republicans, they were 15 favorable, 58 unfavorable. Independents were 13 favorable, 44 unfavorable. Um, it was, it, it's, it's kind of a, it's an amazing feat that she's this well known and that disliked uh, in only a matter of months where she's, since she's taken office. So, uh, um, so, so she's, She's working overtime at, at, you know, pushing a point of view, which is uh, not going well with the uh, majority of American voters. Uh, and, do you, and when we asked them, do you think the Democrat Party, and this is related to her, do you think the Democrat Party is doing enough to combat anti-Semitism? 22% said yes, 48% said no. And uh, again, because it's a partisan question when you bring it, when you raise the Democrat Party, Democrats, they said Yes, but it was only 38%. 29% of all Democrats said no. Republicans said no, 67%. Only 16 said yes. And independents said no, 50% to 12%. And it definitely correlates with her. And we asked a question again about Congresswoman uh, Omar. Are you Islamophobic if you criticize Congresswoman Ilan Omar for her views on Israel? 63% of all voters said no. Only 14% said yes. And that was across the board throughout the country. And when we asked them a question that's related to this, uh, because Louis Farrakhan, nation of, we asked the question about uh, the Nation of Islam leader, Louis Farrakhan. 
And we told the voters that he'd, he'd made many anti-Semitic statements over many years, including, quote, satanic Jews have infected the whole world with poison and deceit, end quote. And, quote, Hitler was a very great man, end quote. Then we asked, should politicians be denounced for appearing with Louis Farrakhan at campaign events? And 67% said yes. Only 14% said no. So two-thirds of all voters agreed that, that any politician who appears with Farrakhan should be denounced. And it was across the board. It was Republicans, Democrats, Independents. I mean, Republicans 74, Democrats 63, Independents 65. And it was across all uh, demographic groups. And it just represents once again that the majority of American voters have anti-Semitism in focus. They know it's bad, and they definitely have moral views on this where they think anti-Semitism should be rejected uh, across America. So, uh, um, you know, again, that's a, a good encouraging sign uh, uh, for the country right now. But this is but this is something that's been percolating recently in the news uh, with political candidates who are willing to look the other way or willing to kind of accept some sort of tacit approval from this person that the vast majority of American voters reject. Recently, the New York Times ran a cartoon that has President Trump wearing a yarmulke being led by a dog with the face of Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. And the New York Times initially defended that cartoon. You, in this poll of American likely voters, ask people, American voters, do you consider this cartoon to be anti-Semitic? What did they say? Well, uh, since this was an online survey, we were able, and again, it was modeled to represent uh, the 2020 elections of likely voters. It was a national sample, but it was done online, so we could show them the actual cartoon. So while they were while they were replying to the survey, filling it out, they they could actually look at the cartoon. So we simply asked, showing the cartoon to them, do you consider this cartoon to be anti-Semitic? 55% of all voters said yes. Only 25% said no. Liberals said yes, 54. Moderates, 50. Conservatives, 61. Republicans, 59. Democrats, 55. Independents, 50. Whether they uh, less than a college degree, 56. College graduates, 53. Uh, whites, 53. African-Americans, 60. Hispanics, 64. Uh, Jewish voters, 61. Protestants, 59. Catholics, 54. If they're under 40, it's 60%. 41 to 55, 52. Over 55, 52. Men, 54. Women, 56. So American voters, when they see anti-Semitism, they know it. The majority of them across the board said this cartoon was anti-Semitic. And then... When we asked the question, and this was the only question in the survey where we mentioned uh, Donald Trump, we, we then asked, the New York Times posted the cartoon of Donald Trump and Israel Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu on its website, and then deleted it. Do you think the New York Times should be criticized for posting this cartoon? An even higher number of voters, 59% said yes, 27% said no. And again... That was the, that was it, that was across the board, but it was went up even farther among uh, conservatives seventy three, moderates forty nine, liberals uh, fifty four, 
Republicans 75, Democrats 52, Independents 50. So this one, this went across the board uh, with all voter groups, all demographics that they thought it was fair to criticize uh, the New York Times uh, for posting this cartoon, and they clearly recognize it as anti-Semitism. Just as a footnote, uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before. The New York Times, after being criticized for publishing that cartoon, has actually now announced that they will no longer run any political cartoons. So instead of instead of uh, putting on non-anti-Semitic um, cartoons, they're not going to run any political cartoons. Period. Uh, John. Can you summarize what American voters think about the state of Israel, about anti-Semitism, and America's relationship with the state of Israel? Sure. And and by the way, I'll just point out to you, uh, this survey was released last week, and then the New York Times took that action. Uh, They never mentioned the survey. Um, and that, by the way, that cartoon, and those questions were asked at the end of the survey, so it wouldn't bias any other questions or be biased by the other questions. But, uh, but your your point about it is, and I guess they, I guess they, you know, they they apologize for after the fact, but they've still never apologized to Prime Minister Netanyahu or President Trump. But the, uh, uh, but your point on this question, where American voters are, are positive towards Israel. Even more so, they see Israel as a strategic ally to the United States, and they see uh, being anti-Israel as being anti-Semitism. Uh, and they and they see the BDS movement, which is clearly meant to hurt Israel, uh, as as anti-Semitism. And they have a very clear focus of anti-Semitism. That they, they know it's wrong. They have a moral view that uh, we should reject it. And uh, it seems to be affecting their political outlook because um, Elon Omar, who said many things that were uh, have been criticized as anti-Semitic, is a two-to-one net negative uh, and is recognized by the majority of voters. And uh, the, these voters don't think the Democrats are, are doing enough to reject anti-Semitism. They clearly see leaders like uh, Louis Farrakhan as anti-Semitic. So, so there's a there's a good moral compass with the majority of American voters, and they have a, a clear fix on anti-Semitism, and they are reacting to it. And uh, it's likely to be a trend here that uh, that probably affects some of their voting coming up in the in the presidential election of 2020. But although we didn't ask any questions about how they might vote, so but it but with with views like this, it's hard to imagine that it can't affect them. So. Uh, so it, it seems to be that uh, the, quite the fact that they see it as occurring more frequently and, and four to five voters see instances, whether it's occasionally or widespread out there, um, this could be a, uh, an important issue that needs to be addressed by political leaders and elected officials next year, if not right now. Uh, to those listeners who are interested in looking at the polls, they can find it at online at Hudson, H-U-D-S-O-N dot org. And the title is New Poll 
is America experiencing Europe's growing anti-Semitism. John McLaughlin, I want to thank you for this extremely important poll, uh, for conducting the poll, and for giving us insights into what the American voter thinks on these important issues. Thanks a lot, John. Well, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for listening to Code Red with Secure America Now. We are the largest national security digital platform in the nation, dedicated to bringing critical security issues to the forefront of the American debate. For more information, visit our website at www.secureamericanow.org.